It's the one place in all of the internet where you'll find four guys talking pro wrestling way too seriously. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, Brandon Linton, and WWE superstar AJ Francis. This is Jobbing Out. What's, What's up? up? What's, What's up? up? What's up? Welcome in to episode number 16 of Jobbing Out. Anyone? Is that how many times you cried after seeing the news? Which news? Hang on a second. Which, Wait, what? Which news? There, 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 is, there is something I, I wanted to lead with that, that's very relevant to Glenn. Oh no! And I don't. I don't know what it is. Hang on! Don't! 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 Wait, Let's wait, get through wait, the bit, wait, wait, and then wait, wait, we'll wait. deal with it. We will deal with it. Hang. Oh! Oh wait! I think I do know. I do think I know what you're talking about. Never mind. Yeah. Yes. I, I cried. I assure you, significantly more than 16 times. But it's also conflicting because I'm extraordinarily jealous of both of them. So. It's, I, what are we talking about? Power, we'll, we'll, calm down, Brandon. We'll get there. We'll get there. Everybody, calm down. We're still doing the stupid guessing game. Is that how many guys were in the tag match on AEW? Well, there was an eight-on-eight eight match. You're not wrong about that, but that wasn't what it was. No, this is the 16th WWE draft uh, that's oh, coming up tonight. Wow. That was a very simple one. The 16th one that has happened. They did them in 20, and 21. So this is the 16th WWE draft that we will be attending in mere hours. And so we're going to not be able to focus quite as much on WWE because by the time this show is posted, we will only be like two hours away from the draft starting. It's just unfortunate. Blame Brandon. He really screwed up the schedule this week. Thanks a lot, you jerk. Um, hey, we moved for me for the first time ever in the history of ever. Was it the first time ever? I'm not though? sure if that's was true. Was it the first time for, ever? For that I'm the one who was the one that had the move. Was yes, it ever I'm... though? Was it ever? Uh, all right, uh, Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, and Brandon Linton. Um, we will talk a little WWE, not quite as much. What Aaron, of course, is alluding to is the fact that the uh, two greatest performers in all of professional wrestling and the two most important people that are alive today. Uh, in the entire world are getting married. Congratulations to Tony Storm and Juice Robinson, who oh, are perfection in every way. Literally perfection, the two of them. Love them so bad. And so that's why I'm not, Aaron, it's not that I'm, I'm jealous necessarily because I'm I'm no more jealous of, of him than I am her. You know what I mean? Like, it's... Yeah. She gets to have him. He well, that, gets to have her. That's why I just said her. cry. I didn't say for what emotion. But I don't think I would be. Oh, you mean maybe happiness for the two of them? H- happy, just just in okay. awe. In, yeah, no, I, it's just overwhelming. It's just overwhelming that these two literally perfect humans have found their way to each other. And I, I love love, so I'm in favor of them, of these two perfect people finding each other in this uh, this mess of humanity. So I'm, I'm very much in favor of it. Um. I, I don't know how we do this because, again, the draft will have happened. So people will largely be listening and kind of reacting to, to us. Do, what do you – I guess let's all make, like, one legitimate prediction, one thing that you are certain that is going to occur during the course of the WWE draft. Um, Aaron, because you're probably the I'll, – I'll let you begin. Um, okay, and we, we can actually use this to talk a little bit about Sunday as well. 
I think Finn Balor is almost certainly going to be moving to Raw. I think he has to be. I think he has to be. I think there's no doubt about it. All right, so you want to talk about um, the the main event match from Extreme Rules. And I know that uh, Brandon loved that particular match. He was a big fan of it. I... I enjoyed it, actually. I think that the complaints about it are, of course, you know, there's there's a few things this week that we'll have to address. Like, we are we going to talk about Daniel Bryan saying no balls and, and, like, the internet not reacting to that whatsoever and trying to put it over as though it was Thank cool? Thank you for that. Like, are we going to – I, I mean, how far – what are the depths that are we willing to go <laughs> in the gaslighting that we're doing as professional right. wrestling fans? Like, how far – can we go with this? We're starting to look like we might start um, uh, attacking the Capitol building uh, in January because we're that <laughs> effing willing to just be complacent in this nonsense. And I get it. It's not really all that important. But, like, you guys look so effing stupid so regularly. It's it's almost unnerving. Um, but this is the type – like, I, I don't really understand what the complaint is. Is the complaint it- – I mean, it was silly. Like, whether what, you like what, it or not. Why do you think it's... Wrestling. Right, that's the thing like, that I'm coming silly. back to. Is it silly because they did the music? Is it silly because they did... They've done the lights before. I don't care for the lights, but it's what they do. What What is it that's silly? Okay, I mean, if you want me to, to really break... Here's, like, I'm, I'm kind of... In between. I, I didn't particularly like it. It was unoffensive to me because it doesn't damage anything. But it was... It was you're doing the thing, he, you know, he resurrects, he's, he's, he's all powerful, he's, he's great now, and he loses because of a ring break, which is silly on two levels. One, because a ring has literally, uh, like that, a rope break like that, has literally never happened in the history of, of WWF, WWF, WWE. That's before. why it's good! Is it, though? Is it yeah. good for him to, if he slipped on a banana peel, would that have been That's good? Not the same. I, I it is. It actually literally is the same I, thing as him slipping on, I, like, a puddle of sweat or not, whatever. I think I think there's entirely, it's entirely possible that there's more to this than that. Oh, I, I okay. think there has to be. Well, okay, well, I, then, then you have to ask, how could there possibly be more to that? Because then why wouldn't have it broken before? Etc. Somebody like that. did it. That's the that's the point. The the well, point okay, is. But he was on the top rope multiple times during the match. Why did it break then? Because why that's when that somebody like, had, like took it out, right? And it's but a that's what that's why I'm saying. That's why I'm At saying. At some this point, is very you have silly. to say. And then, okay, well, why, and then, why would why would anyone do anything, Aaron? Okay, I mean, okay, like, oh, okay. Then then here's the other question. He's all powerful. He's the demon. Why did the the top rope breaking stop him? Because they were. F- Why does the Undertaker lose? I mean, like you can do this all day. The Undertaker should the have un- never lost a match. Then no, the Undertaker never resurrected. <laughs> you yes, know, but like, the other Undertaker could con- go from down to completely. I'm they hold the urn up, and he would point. stand up. Yeah, I mean, it, like you say. Would do, like, I mean, I can't. I can't believe. It. Did you really just say the Undertaker never resurrected? Like, are, no, 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 are you familiar not, with not the quite internet? Like that. Not like, quite like that. It's literally the most popular GIF in the history listen, of the listen, internet. Listen, listen. This is all wait, dumb. Wait, 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 this wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Did he ever lose in the midst of the resurrection? What? Did he lose? Yes. No, 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 no. In the he sits up and immediately loses. Like, or within within. He didn't immediately lose. No. Within ninety seconds of sitting up. Yes. We're getting a little bit. Uh, listen. No, I mean it was silly. Now, if you want to say it's professional let's just, wrestling, let's just get really silly, basic. Wait, wait, wait. Let me help it. Let me help you here. Sure. We when are you... in a entertainment form. Yes. Where a bald man. Yes. Used to all of a sudden be impervious to pain. 
and yes. win the match every time. But and did, did Hulk it. ever lose in the midst of hulking up? Yes. The Ultimate what? Warrior beat him after a Hulk up. Uh, how long? How long after the, the Rock Hulk? beat him after a? How a long Hulk after the Hulk? Immediately, up? because they it would, was not. It was not. He did as not. As soon as they kicked finish. out of his finisher, then he would get the finisher of the other guy, and the match would be over. But this was he like kick literally out of the finisher. Music, he would go crazy. His music was still going when the ropes broke. Type thing. Like it would be but, like right, that was what was supposed to make it dramatic. Yes, but, but that's the thing. It's the whole thing combined. If it was one thing, but it's just the whole thing combined was very silly. Yeah, you keep coming back that's to silly. Like I, you, you keep trying to make you keep trying to get silly over. Like it's it's an okay, amazing okay. thing that you're doing. You're trying to get no. silly over. Here, couple things. One, like you're 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 going so far in nitpicking and trying to make it seem like somehow that like there well, there I'm has to be if protection. You're going to do something like this. Just be you know do what you do. Can we just start it, out with the fact that we're pretending like this is a whole other fucking person? And that, in and of itself, is so sure, insane. Of course. How are we trying to make sense of anything else? We're saying that this guy puts paint on his body, and he is a something else. Okay, like it, we're, it, that's it, our baseline, I, well, I, bro. And this is this is where you've lost me here because now you're saying, well, because of this, we can't critique anything or we can't try no, to it's rationalize not about that. Anything. you can critique you it you just said that no, no it's I'm about the we, we have to start with the baseline of what this is already okay, so let's, okay then if let's you're okay with the, with the demon already you've got to be a little bit loose with some of what they do with that's that right. character I, I i am loose but at some point you know when you're saying as the demon is resurrecting and the music is playing and the, like the story you're telling no, us is no, as the, all theme, of this the theme continuing to play Yes, and and, and the lights on and the demon being the demon. If, if you're if you're telling me that this is making him all of a sudden impervious to things, which is what they are telling us in that story, is that as all of that was happening, he was resurrecting. He got you know he was the video game character, the video game boss who suddenly was empty and suddenly got back up to full strength. If you're telling me all of these things, then a broken rope shouldn't stop him. Well, I mean, a broken rope and Roman Reigns. You, yeah. you, you, you're, and, you're, and you have to, and you have to. There's some suspension of disbelief you have to have here. Like, well, it's well, not. Sure. It's, oh, it's beyond. Yeah, it's beyond suspension of disbelief. Disbelief says, okay, if you're doing this, then he's impervious to pain. You know, no, but like, you theory, keep coming back to this idea that he's impervious like an to pain. Shot that doesn't last. Yes, forever. that's absurd. The idea that he's supposed suddenly like uh, what, what you're the story that you're telling is that no one could ever hurt him. No, they, they didn't tell that story at all. They told a couple of seconds of him bolting back to energy. For fuck's sake, Aaron. Oh my God, I broke my own. I'm sorry. <laughs> you did it to me. It was You're silly. insane. You gotta say, it was silly. No, it's like, how it's all silly. When he jumped up and was like, had that, the, they focused the, the, the on convulsing, his face. The convulsing on the ground. I was just like, well, that again, part. Like I said, it was I was laughing. I was, I was like, laughing what? during it. Yes. I was laughing, but out of pure joy. I was laughing because it was so fucking great. When he popped up and had the mean face and they zoomed in on his face, I was like, oh, my God, he's going to – I swear to God, and I, and I know that this is 99% why they did this. I almost thought he was going to fucking win. I was like, is he going to win? <laughs> I was like, how is he not going to win now, to your point, Aaron? Okay, how is he okay, not going to win? But, but to go back to what you first said, if this turns out that this is Paul Heyman rigged a device to it to break and, and, and we get all that – it becomes less silly. I, I would still say, well, why didn't he do it earlier? But okay, we can write that off as wrestling. If it's just the rope breaking, then it, it becomes towards the slips on a banana peel, slips on a I mean, puddle of sweat type thing. I, I'll continue to tell you what I think it really should have been and what it can't be is Bray Wyatt somehow. But 
we know that Bray Wyatt probably, I mean, do we even know what he's really doing? Because he didn't debut on Dynamite like everyone no, claims. And, and, and every everyone is still, oh, I mean, I should say everyone. Meltzer is still saying that there is kind of a bidding war over him. Well, okay. If that's yeah. the case, this is the perfect thing to say that. Because I, I always wanted Demon versus Fiend. I personally always wanted that match. The story tells itself because Finn Balor was the first person that the, the Fiend destroyed. That's when he took his hiatus from Raw, I believe. It was when the, he, what was yes, it? Yes, 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 yes. Extreme Rules or one of those? No, it was Summer. It was Summer SummerSlam. Slam. It was Thank first, you. Yeah, the first, yes, the first Fiend match was, or yeah, the first Fiend match was against Finn. So, um, anyway, somebody has to have done that. That can't, now I'll, I'm going to come back and maybe side with you a tiny bit. If that never right, if, if you never, never address it, right, if, if it just gets moved on from without ever being discussed, yes, that's not good. I don't disagree with that, but I keep coming back to like the the idea that this is any more silly than anything that has ever happened in the history of professional wrestling is so absurdly stupid. I can't believe you're saying those words and and trying to think that we'll put them over as if it's fact. It's this. I don't care if you put it over. It's God, this. But. This is professional wrestling. Like this is the that's concept why. of professional wrestling. Everything about professional wrestling is silly, and this is literally no more silly than anything else. And when you keep trying to compare it to a banana peel, you're making yourself look stupid. No, it's because nothing it's like you're that. saying it, again, if it's if it's not a person controlling it, then it's legitimately just a well, fluke you're thing that happens. Making a lot of assu- assumptions there. I mean, the, the SmackDown again has. Yeah, we don't, we don't, we don't know yet. I, I can only react off of what I have seen. Right, so but everything about the things like this, when something like this happens, when someone pushes something on somebody, it's always because someone did it. There's this isn't this particular well, not, trope. All, it doesn't always happen. Wait, wait, wait. Let me. Can I add something to it? If you've watched Raw, you've seen the commercials for SmackDown, which would suggest somebody did it. I, I'll, I'll, I'll admit I skipped through the commercials. Yeah, well, they're pushing hard on the idea of look what happened to Finn Balor. Now what's he going to do? Right, that's the of. only thing I could think of in that moment is right. they're trying to use it to set something else up. That they tried to use something. Oh, but, then can, that, but then can he go over to Raw? Going back to our original point. Well, everybody's going to be there tonight, so and it could be somebody from Raw who did it. Like I okay. mean, it, I mean, it, okay. Literally, the entire roster is going to be there. Like it's there's there's no reason why it couldn't be anyone who was involved in this. I, thing. I, I thought. So I'm, I'm I'm still on the idea that it was someone related to Roman who did it. So why would you trade Finn over to Raw? But yeah, okay, yeah. If you're saying it that it's it doesn't to set up Finn's next, year. right? I don't yes. think Roman did it. By the way, I'm gonna tell no, you I don't, that I don't, I don't think, think so either. It had anything to do with Roman Reigns? Right. I don't I don't think he's all that concerned, frankly. Now you know, I mean, somebody might say, could it be Brock Lesnar? Like I I guess, but why would you want to make Brock Lesnar a heel uh, after yeah, you? He would just well, not just that, him. but that, that's so not Brock right. It's, Brock Lesnar, he would just come kill him. Come out yeah, that's right. People. That just yeah. doesn't make any sense at all for it to have been Brock Lesnar. I mean, I, I don't know who it might be, but they might be telling some new story. Now, again, yes, is it problematic if it just happened and there's no purpose? Hell yeah, that's a problem. But I don't have any reason to believe that will be the case as of this moment. More, it's get back to me in three weeks if that hasn't been addressed whatsoever, and then we'll talk about it then because then it becomes a bigger problem. But typically, this type of trope, something like this, is one that is perpetrated by another human being. So, and in my heart of hearts, like it makes me so sad if this can't be Bray Wyatt because I think that's the perfect 
thing. No, I mean, I hear you. I hear you. And, you know, he, he did not debut in Rochester and, and who knows. No, so there, there's, there's reports now that he never could. So I'm not sure where these initial reports came from that he would have. I Apparently think, his, his no his non compete goes into like another three weeks. I think a lot of people were just getting But the reports were that they thought it was waived. That's what the reports were. I were think, these, I, I, this is one of the another one of those reports where if you kind of looked into it, like Meltzer wasn't the one reporting. I I can't, I can't remember where this one like no, he, where I, thought he I thought no, he was. No, Meltzer I, like I, I, I looked Whoever, when it ended up on Cage's side, it was it was attributed to someone, maybe the Matt Manga, it was attributed to someone that was relevant. And it made all the sense in the world because everybody knew that the Rochester show sure. was going to be about Brody Lee. And so if you're going to do a show about Brody Lee, yeah. why wouldn't you have Bray Wyatt be there for that show? Like, it all made all the sense in the world, but it didn't happen. And so who knows? Who knows? Maybe it yep. will be Brandon and... You're not wrong. That would it would be great. It would be tremendous if that were the case. I'm not. I mean, if they if the camera pans over and it's Jinder Mahal, like we also have problems. <laughs> right. Correct. There will be a, a major. I mean, it would ruin the whole show if we if. Right. Absolutely. It would ruin the entire history of. That's of, right. Of, of the entire. <laughs> when I walked into that big SmackDown pay per view on Sunday. When I walked into our New Jersey office and I saw that chair that I sent you the picture of of um, Jinder Mahal, Randy that, Orton, Battleground yeah. 2017. Yeah. I, Laughed so hard, and no one in the office understood. But I had to send you that picture. Wait, wait, wait to nail that one. He absolutely nailed it. All right, I'm going to make my predictions so it can come off of something from. Uh, God, I didn't want to do too long on predictions because again, these things will have all happened by the time somebody. Well, that, that's listens why we got to gotta kind of relate it back to the paper yeah. and raw. So and 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 so and so I'll do that, and this will it'll feed into something we were talking about last week, so it will be fairly easy. Um. Look, you know, Bianca Belair obviously has to get away from uh, Becky Lynch, and they've got to do the thing that we talked about after after last week. Uh, they need to put Bianca Belair someone else and build back up to an ultimate Bianca Belair-Becky Lynch match. Now, what I don't love is the idea that that's sort of telegraphing that Bianca Belair would have to win the Rumble. Not because I have a problem with Bianca Belair winning back-to-back Rumbles. I have no issue with that whatsoever. It's more I don't like feeling in October really in September when it started, that I know who the telegraphed winner of the Royal Rumble has to be. Now, I get it. You'd say, well, it doesn't have to be that. They could screw it up. Um, the problem being, that would mean that I'm angry one way or the other. Either I'm angry that the winner was telegraphed in September, or I'm angry that they got it wrong after all of that. Like, one way or the other, it's going to be problematic. Um, but, you know, the reality is the... It, it, the way that they did it, they protected... Obviously, Bianca, and I'm I'm fine with that. And you inject now Sasha Banks into some storylines with Becky for a little while, and that's super hot for the fall, and I'm completely good with that. And you move Bianca over, and you, you continue. You do everything in your power. Either you give her the belt. That's awkward, clearly. Or you just try to keep her as hot as you possibly can leading into the Rumble. Now, the only issue becomes, does there become a Charlotte story that's just as big? And are we just getting back to this thing that we talked about last week, which is there can only really be one. We can't, we can't do what we did so well um, a year ago and tell two separate stories. We're only going to be able to tell one combined story between both belts. And I don't love that. But... I, I get it. You protected Bianca. You kept that alive. I think largely it was it was okay in that way, and you obviously have to get her away from the show. The problem there is you've almost start you know you 
you kind of reminded us that we need to get that Bianca Sasha match again, like by by doing this. I, I don't disagree with you at all, but it, it seems like everything's in a weaving, which could just lead up to a big four, five, whatever way match at WrestleMania when all said and done, you have Bianca and Charlotte feuding on one show. You have uh, Becky and Sasha feuding on the other, and at WrestleMania, you get a four-way between all of them. Well, and Bailey isn't to, dead. Like, let's not pretend. Yeah, and, and, yeah, that's, right. and, that's, and I had said that last week when uh, when AJ had brought that up. I was like, yeah, throw in Bailey too. Right. Uh, but it does make you think, like, you know, they're not, they're very clearly not done with Sasha and Bianca. I did start to think, especially when during the uh, Charlotte Alexa match, like, they started to make a big deal about. You know, Charlotte has run through the entire Raw locker room, blah, 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 who, you know, who could be next. And it doesn't have to be Bianca, but it does start to make me wonder, could, you know, could Bianca be the first person to ever truly get over on Charlotte Flair? And would that make up for not getting back with Becky if she like truly and decisively gets yeah, over? Yeah, but they still have to have her get back over Becky at some point. Yeah. Like you can't. At I, some point. Does 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 it have to be like? Could it be down the line? Yeah, like, does, I don't. Does I, that I, I, wrestling it, it, wrestling is too fickle, man. Like you just never know injuries being what they are. Like you can't can you, can you can't wait question, that long. And I don't think they should do this. But let's just hypothetically say that they push. What's what's the next pay per view? Uh, the Saudi Arabia. Oh God! Ne- never mind. This isn't even feasible. I'm, it's not worth thought. There's no way it could happen. I was just going to suggest if it was. What do we know about hot? hot to shotgun her to beating Charlotte so that she could face Becky at Survivor Series, but and would that be good enough if she you, beat her you, at Survivor Series? Do, I mean, you could do it on a SmackDown. Hell, they you know for Survivor Series we always see a title change right before to make the match you want. So that's, hypothetically, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. So hypothetically, you could absolutely just make a well. A, here's the thing: a giant, what, a giant Raw, not a SmackDown. What do we know about the Queen of the Ring tournament? We don't know anything. There had there was a rumor happening? for a long. There was a rumor for the long time that the finals would be held at Crown Jewel right. and that would be their, their thing. But obviously you're running out of time for that if that's going to be a thing. I mean, I guess you could do it across uh, the course of two weeks on both shows and have the final there. It would feel a little rushed, but you could still absolutely do it. Um, but we don't know anything for certain right now, just rumors and, and reports. So, um, apparently... Apparently, they registered a trademark for Queen's Crown Tournament. Yes. In August. And the rumors are still lining up that they might actually even start it tonight. Oh, that'd be cool. In order, that would give them three weeks, essentially. Three weeks, and on both shows, that would fit. Yep, that would work. Uh, Now, why they wouldn't be promoting that is kind of silly. It it wouldn't survive. I I bet you it doesn't actually start tonight, but maybe they announce it officially tonight. Yeah, something along those lines would work. Um, And like, would... If if somehow... Would they do it as a network special or would they do it at... Like, would they do it as like how they did... Network special is not what I meant. Would they do it as like how they did the mixed mixed tag thing? Where I think they would just incorporate into the shows. Because it, it would be kind of cool Holy. if they did it. Oh, sorry. Never mind. We can't talk about it. Never mind. Sorry. Did you see the text we just got? You're going to lose your S. I just want to... What the fuck? Oh, uh, hey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, sorry. We can't talk about it. It's just... I like that first part of that, too. Oh, man. Whoa. Right, anyway. All right. Hang on a second. <laughs> Let's compose ourselves. <laughs> I don't want anyone to ever know what it was about either. <laughs> I don't want to get in trouble. Um, 
is is it possible? Oh my God, Sh- stop, 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 stop. We gotta it. stop, 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 <laughs> stop, stop. Um, the moral of the story being, <laughs> what the hell was I saying? Oh, I remember now. What I was saying was, is is it possible that you could try to make this a big enough deal? Like they don't, we don't know anything about this to know like who this tournament is for. And knowing the what the king of the like, is there any reason why champions couldn't be involved in the queen's crown tournament if they try to pretend like winning this tournament in and of itself is so bloody important? There's no reason. So could you not? Is there? Is it possible? That they could still do both things. They could draft Bianca to Raw and then address this in the finals of the Queen's Crown Tournament. Hypothetically, sure. I don't love it. I think it should happen yeah. at WrestleMania. I, I don't. And more than that, I don't want WrestleMania to be a cluster F match. I just don't want that. I don't. I It worked as a triple threat match the one time, and I get that there are scenarios. I just don't want it to always be... That in order to have, it was so great that a year ago we just got a one-on-one match that stood alone as a main event that was worthy and was phenomenal. And I, I'd like for that to be the case moving forward. I don't want it to always be that in order to have a women's match that we think is qualified as a main event, we've got to throw more people in it. Like I want it to be about a story that you're telling and the story being worthy of the main event. And so, I would just prefer to be Becky Bianca at WrestleMania myself. I, I, I don't disagree at all, just with the way that things are falling out. It seems less likely. I, I understand what but you're I'll saying. But I'll also take Charlotte Bianca at WrestleMania. Yeah, I'm like, okay. I'm not, nobody's saying that's I'm bad. I'm okay with that. Nobody's it's saying okay that's match. bad. I hear you. All right, Brandon, make a prediction for what's going to happen. I think that... I think we'll probably have... I'm sorry, what was the other... Who who? What was it, first... it was Finn and Bianca. Okay, so you think Bianca and Finn are both going to Raw? Yes. I mean, I'll just do my token th- token thing because it's the most obvious fucking thing on the planet. Drew McIntyre is going to SmackDown. So, what did you make of how the show ended then? Right, that's the problem. That's there. the Crown Jewel match. So we're we're, we're just ignoring brands during Crown Jewel because that actually usually happens after the draft. I mean, yeah. That's reasonable. I'm not. I feel like that match is like we don't care. We want big matches. Goldberg and Lashley is clearly going to be a thing. Who else is going to fight Bobby Lashley? This can be like a big respect thing. Uh, if he's going to SmackDown, if he's staying to Raw, that means Drew McIntyre kind of has to go heel. But who's that? I while I why does who's he have to go? Wait, 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 wait. Hang on. Want to see? Names. Why do you? If you're saying you think Drew McIntyre has to go heel if he's going to SmackDown? No, if he's staying. No, no, if he stays at Raw and goes after Big E. Right. I think if he's staying, that kind of, if he's leaving, then this can just be kind of like the respect title match thing. I, I get it. I still think it's a mistake. Like when you're well, trying. I'm not saying it's a good thing. When I'm you're, just saying when you're, you're trying... asking me what to make of that, of what just happened, and, and, and the fact that I think Drew McIntyre should go to SmackDown. And obviously, that made me think harder about it because. I mean, you just thrust him into the main event because it's the second that Bobby Lashley didn't have the time. Although I will say this. You know what? Maybe I'm backtracking on this a little because they did tease Bobby Lashley to SmackDown now um, on uh, social media. Bobby, They had Bobby Lashley posted something about, I've already dominated Raw. Maybe it's time to whatever. So, so I think they've I mean, done that with a lot of people, to be fair. I don't know if that's necessarily a tease as much as just everyone. But, just, yeah, they're having everyone talk about the draft. That's. I mean, that's fair, but like, you could argue that 
you could, I mean, either one of them could go, but I mean, one of them's got to go, right? I mean, you got to mix up the main event a little bit. And I think of all the guys that you're telling us are the main event guys, they can't all stay on the shows they're on. I feel like some of them have to be intertwined. And if you're saying Finn... Finn Balor is coming. I mean, but the, the most even trade-off would be if Finn Balor goes to, to Raw that Drew McIntyre goes to SmackDown. I agree. There, it's I, Look, I've always thought that Drew McIntyre was going to SmackDown, too. I just think that there's a bigger problem that you're dealing with, which is you can be dismissive and say it's a respect match, it's all of those things, but when things have already been a little flimsy with Drew, if, if you're bringing Drew over to be an ultimate, like, a potential person to go after Roman Reigns... Like, I don't think it helps that you're going to spend a couple of weeks with fans being conflicted about what they want to see in a right. match against Big E. Conflicted would be the best case yes, scenario. Yes, best too. case scenario. Well, I don't although, disagree although with that. You say that, but the, I mean, the reaction was. Well, because it felt big. And whenever anything feels big, you always get that pop. Right. I think the question is what happens in the, the next couple of weeks, right? Like, that's. That, the question Wait, is. By the way, did everybody breathe their big sigh of relief at the end of Raw? What? Yes, yes. What am because, I? Because, well, they definitely did that show like Bobby was going to win the, the belt. Like, there, it, it was in the oh, back of my head. That yeah, I never. Bobby would, I never. Because the match got interrupted at the beginning. I know. I just, I but I didn't. I only thought that was about, about to. It, see, I disagree with that. That to me was only about trying to get people to stick around for the entirety of the show. I never I thought know, that was about. Like, just, just for me in general, I had been so scared about that. That they I just did the Goldberg stuff. interview, and I was like, I mean, we we all agree that like you can do. You can do that match, and it does not need the title at this point. Well, and I thought they, they went done. out of their way to make it make. I think yeah. having Goldberg cut the promo about not caring about the title, like and only caring yeah. about getting Bobby, accomplished what I needed that to accomplish, and why I was not fearful of it. Like yeah. I, I was not. I, I get that it can always happen. I understand <laughs> that, but I just did not have the same amount of fear this time. I mean, I was I was pretty sure they were going to do the right thing, but I was pretty sure they were going to do the right thing whenever he yes, bought the I, Fiend. Yes, I understand. I understand. So, All right, those will be uh, our, our three big... Um, uh, re- real quick, going back to the Bianca thing, just now on uh, Twitter, Becky will defend her SmackDown women's title against Bianca Belair and Sasha at Crown Jewel. So oh, okay. Well, one, I, are they, but are they even doing the tournament now? Like, what a weird... Uh, yeah, but there... wouldn't the tournament not be for the title? Like the tournament. Yeah, I get the idea the, of. But but the, the idea is, it's, we're still at least for me. I I wouldn't expect to see multiple women's matches on a card in Saudi Arabia. Well, I mean, maybe they already did one, so now they need to do two. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. Look, uh, it's fine. It's fine. It's all fine. I'm not. It's what it is. It's all fine. Um, and where we go from the there, only the only out. last thing I'll say about it is if they're doing the Queen of the Ring or whatever the hell. It's better to not have all those people in it, and to let somebody like a Liv Morgan or like right, a get, get a get Shayna something. Baszler, although or like somebody although like winning that. winning winning a trophy in Saudi Arabia, as we know, has been utterly irrelevant. Could hey, not hey, be. What do you mean? They, they literally created a nine-month storyline that we all hated because of oh, a trophy in Saudi Arabia. God, God. Oh God, the Shane McMahon thing. God. Yes, that literally all happened because of Saudi Arabia. God damn it! <laughs> Who's Shane fighting at Crown Jewel? I don't want to talk about that. I just don't want to talk about it. He's winning Queen of the Ring. Oh, God. Oh, my God. All right. Anything else in the fallout from Extreme Rules that we needed to cover? I mean, I I don't think so, right? 
I, it was a pretty good. I thought it was a pretty good show. I thought it was fine. I mean, look, the the number one complaint that people are going to have is that you're doing a pay per view called Extreme Rules. It's completely the, fair. Yeah. Just stop calling. And you it had extreme. a cage match the next like, night stop, and a no DQ match. Stop calling it Extreme <laughs> Rules. Stop doing. Just come up any other name. Great Balls of Fire is fine. Do whatever Why you want to do. In Clash of Champions. <laughs> I mean, that's the that, like if that's a complaint, you're 100 percent right. It's it's insanely dumb that they continue to insist on calling it Extreme Rules, but. I guess I'm just over, we're so far removed from that being a thing that it just doesn't bother me anymore. Like well, just, just one little comment, one little comment that we. Uh, so the first match I didn't even know was happening. Was, am I dumb? Did I miss something? The, no, the it triple- happened on the pre-show. I didn't know it was happening either because I didn't watch the pre-show. Oh yeah, yeah. That match was awesome. Yeah, it was. I mean, I it mean, was awesome in the standard of the like uh, just the match it was itself, a great house right? Match. Yeah, exactly right. right. It was a very good like, match. It, it had I, no, I it had no value. I was surprised how much I cared about that match. Eh, okay. I didn't care about it, but it was a fun match. Like, I'm not, you're not wrong, but it, yes, it was a house show match. It was, which is kind of what pay-per-views might be moving forward is the house show matches because the, um, you know, the, the networks. networks you have networks. to have cage title matches on Correct. the next night. And that's the reality. That's the real, and it, particularly during football season with Monday night, they are in a very. No, I mean, I, I, I understand it all. It's just, it's really funny. All right, so now, um, we, I mean, just it's just the reality. We're not going to spend a lot more time talking about uh, WWE because you guys have probably already watched at least night one of the draft by the time you're listening to this show. That being said, uh, anything you want to cover quickly from NXT before we get to AEW? Okay. What do, you, what do you think about the development of um, the Joe Gacy thing that we discussed a little bit last week? I'm not. I think people are. I think people are reacting to the possibility of it more than they're reacting to what they've yeah. actually seen, and that's what bothers me. I think people are. Their their strong reactions to it are related. I'm not, I'm not to, like go. I'm not there yet, but I'm concerned. Eh, I'm a little concerned by the language, I think, the words that are used. I need and, to be very clear that the, like. They need to, if this is something, you know, we, we, we kind of speculate maybe he's, he's, you know, something, you know, he's, he's, he's a psycho and this is all stuff he's heard in therapy and he's repeating it. They need to make that clear quickly. If that's yeah, the, no, I mean, it shouldn't be going. like a, um, a six month extent. I mean, I agree. I agree with that. I, I don't know. I think, I think the panic is more like, how dare you go there? And like, if you actually watch it, it's just not that bad. It's, it's not that bad yet. It's, it's, I'm just worried. Yeah, I don't know. I I'm don't a little know. worried. Um, the index stuff remains to be. Yeah, uh, it, 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 it was exactly as bad as I thought it was going to be. The, 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 the shame is the, the wedding was so good. Don't do this. Don't. The, like, it, at some point, Johnny Gargano. I mean, you didn't think the condoms and the thumbs up was funny? I thought it was funny, but I didn't <laughs> think it overcame how much of a buffoon it looks like to have Johnny Gargano trying to prevent married people from having sex from having unprotected sex it didn't start that way it got there like at first he got there he's like okay good they have condoms okay but that it the first thing was him going to the beach to try to break them up like it it's just dumb it that's just (laughs) dumb like that's that's missing the like understanding what you think works is funny and then not knowing how to deliver the actual funny the condom part Sure, funny, right? Like that's funny. That all worked. I didn't like the, oh God, they might have sex. Like that's just dumb. Now, like you've 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 signed up. You've you've done the. I'm on board with this. To now be like, I want to stop them from having. Like stop, man. Like well, it felt more like he pointed at her stomach, like they were pre- trying to prevent pregnancy. But 
but they didn't do the the condom part didn't come until after the first thing on the beach. Like the first thing on the beach was trying to prevent them from having sex. Like right. I I did like the condom bit. I thought that was good. I did think that was good. <laughs> um and the only other thing from NXT, I mean there's a couple of things but we don't need to talk about. I think one of the biggest things coming out of NXT is that do we feel like this is a real push for Mandy Rose? Is this a real we're f- trying to figure out Mandy Rose and make her a real player or is this tread water with Raquel until we get to whatever the real Oh, I think what they're going to get to is Electra Lopez. Like uh, that's what they should get to. I think that's what they're going to get to. Holy shit. Yeah, she she I, looked great. Yeah, she looked great. I was actually surprised. I really thought that with the draft coming, Raquel was going to drop it to Frankie, and that was just going to be their way to yeah, you know make it clean show, and, and right. bring Raquel up. So I was actually surprised that Raquel uh, retained. Yeah, it's funny. It's funny that you say that, Aaron, because now that you say that, I should have thought that, and I, for some reason I wasn't thinking about it. But I mean, I, she should be drafted. I don't know why they wouldn't. I don't know if it's just a too many people thing. Um, she most certainly should be drafted. Will they draft? Have they drafted a champion yet? From NXT? I know they just like put Karrion Cross on TV, but yeah, I don't. Think, act- no, I don't think a, a champion has ever officially been I don't drafted. Think, I don't think so. But I would like you. You had you had Kevin Owens answer the open challenge when he was still NXT champion. But yeah, like, we had all that the stuff, official, but, As far right, as the but, official still be in the draft, I'm pretty sure no. Were the Street Profits the tag champs when they? I think they might have been. Uh, That's the only one I can think of, maybe. Was that right after? Because they they won at the the WrestleMania in 2019 at that takeover. Or they they retained there. I feel like when they were talking on Raw all the time, they were the champions of NXT, I think. Well, I, and I'm trying to think where were they drafted or did they just show up? Cuz they definitely and they, I, don't yeah, know. I think they, they just they showed up to do titles. I thought they just showed up to do the montages in the back. Like I didn't think they were yeah. drafted. I thought they just showed up to start and doing they, they, they were drafted, the they just showed up. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um a couple things to discuss from AEW this week and we'll try to keep the episode short because again, obviously just bad timing for this week. The f- I'm going to start with the good, right? I want to start with the good. The good is, wow, Sammy Guevara is not dead. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm still a little torn on this. I wish they would have built an actual storyline to Sammy Guevara having his moment. Like, I wish, I wish they wouldn't have killed him off for a few months to randomly bring him back. Insert, and and I know somebody's gonna be like, dude, you don't understand why Sammy Guevara and Fuego del Sol is a big deal. No, you're right, because they haven't told me why it's a big deal. I don't know why Sammy Guevara cared about Fuego del Sol. I don't know why anyone cares about Fuego del Sol. This is an eternal problem that exists with a wrestling company that wants me to care about the internet in order to believe what's happening matters. Um, I wish there would have been an actual storyline between Sammy Guevara and Miro in which Sammy Guevara going over Miro was a build to a moment and not something that was just thrown together. That being said... It still gets Sammy Guevara a massive win and a a massive moment in his career. And so that's a good thing. I can't deny that. And if the flip side argument is by not making it like a storyline and him going over, you're protecting Miro a little bit as well. And you're allowing for, you know, 
hey, I didn't have a lot of time. You know, like th- you're doing something that helps Miro when he ultimately gets the title back. I'll listen to that. It's weird how it happened, but it's still really good that it happened. Yep, the result was right, and it, I, I'm with you. I do wish because. And this has been the case pretty much for all of the title changes. AEW has made a really good job of making their title changes matter because they just don't do them that often. But they need the build to the they need to work on making the build to the title change matter as well. So the result very good, and Sammy being TNT champion very good, and then there are a couple other you know Darby feuding with MJF very good. You know a lot of, a lot of very good coming out of it. A little clunky getting into it. Yes, correct. It's it's clunky. I don't, you know, it's funny. I don't know that Darby MJF is all that clunky getting into it, just because this was the first taste that we got of it. Um, but I, but I just mean the Darby path in general. Well, okay, and let's get back to that in a second. Then um, where this goes, it, it again, the story presents for it to go back to Miro. That it's not Sam, Sammy didn't overcome Miro to move on from him. Sammy won a match against Miro kind of out of nowhere. And Miro should be mad about that and should go back after Sammy. Um, I would love if it was Miro moving on to something more at the top of the card, but there doesn't appear to be any room at the top of the card. So, you know, to me, this is, it's it's a story that you run you, back. You tell me Miro goes on to Danielson, I think that could fit. Um. Okay, but that requires you completely breaking Danielson away from Kenny Omega, and and, and I think Miro can do that. Miro's the guy who breaks but, physically, but should you do away or, or, or you could do with CM Punk because for Christ's sake, he needs to do something that's well, not. We'll get, team we'll get to that again. We'll get to that. We'll get to it. Don't, we'll save save CM Punk. I'll come back to that because we we need to talk about it. Um. Okay. I, yes, but what you're doing, Aaron, too, is like you 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 do the. If you do this without a finish, even when you, and and then on top of it to have Kenny Omega come out and say you're never gonna get the match again, you know, like you have to do it again. You have to. That's professional wrestling. You you to just move on from it and not do it would be insane. At that point, I I like the idea of Miro and Brian Danielson, and maybe there's a world in which you're doing it again with with Kenny and and Danielson before you get to the pay-per-view because that's still that's the end of november correct mid or it's middle i think but yeah middle of november somewhere around there so you still have time that like in in two or two weeks you could do another danielson omega match on on dynamite have omega win it in an underhanded way and that be enough to move on from it Maybe. Can, can I ask a question? Why do you why do you think there has to be another Danielson Kenny match, but you don't think there has to be another Finn Roman match? Because you you brought attention to it. It's literally the first thing you did on the next show. Is is you came out? Also, there was a winner. Depends, in the Finn it Roman. depends on what. Hang on, whoa, whoa, tonight, wait, wait, right? no, 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 no. This is double insane. There was literally, well, yeah, but there's so, still a yeah. winner. That's what I'm saying. Like when. In the history okay, of professional so, so, okay, wrestling, okay, okay, if you, I, I just want to know exactly if you, what the if you was, win yeah. in an underhanded way, sometimes that means you run it back, but not always. Sometimes wrestlers that win matches in underhanded ways just get to move on being the winner. When you literally have no winner in the match, when you just have the match end, that kind of requires you doing it again. Okay. That's where I would be. It, it, was, a, it was a draw. 
Like, correct. Yeah, they they right. they set it up that it had to happen again. And it was the draw in the greatest match that we've ever seen in our lives. Like, you've and really when you have gonna... the incra- entire crowd chant that the other guy has no balls, then you clearly oh, have to draw match. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I was more, I'm not saying you go away from it forever. I'm just wondering, like, could you go Miro through the winter and come back in the spring? Something like that. But, yeah. I, think it's pretty, I don't think you can do that. Um, But I also don't think that you can't do Kenny Bryan on another I mean, they only get four pay-per-views a year. Like, right. they they clearly can't do everything on a pay-per-view. And as we know, the pay-per-view match will probably end up being something like, um, yeah, Bray Wyatt will show up the Wednesday beforehand, and then they'll make that the championship match at the pay-per-view. So, you know, like, that's typically the way those things work. Uh, yes, the no-balls thing is, it's not, I don't care from a Daniel Bryan perspective, or Bryan Danielson perspective, I don't care. That doesn't. It, I'm not going to be bothered by it. It's embarrassing for every fan. It's so embarrassing for all of you that anytime there's a penis joke on WWE, you make fun of it and how it was clearly written by Vince McMahon to then suddenly turn around and start chanting about a penis joke that is made on AEW. It's you're embarrassing. You're embarrassing people that are unwilling to acknowledge your own embarrassment. Like, just say... I have so much more respect for someone that would just walk in and say, I know how, how embarrassing, I know what a joke it is, I know what a hypocrite I am, I don't care, that's who I am. Okay, at least you acknowledge it. At least you'll acknowledge your hypocrisy, that's fine. It's so embarrassing, man. Like, I I don't know how you stand up in the morning and try to pretend like this is anything different than anything that you've seen. In fact, the joke I was going to make until what they said on Raw was uh, I was going to make a joke over the weekend about how AEW fans are mad that WWE fan or the WWE is nothing but putting old guys over, and then a WWE fan would say back, "Well, what's AEW?" And they'd say, "Well, we put old guys over, but we also use the S word." Like that's literally the only difference between the two companies. That. And then, of course, WWE said, "Well, we need to do that too." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they did. Who, who we, was it? I don't NXT, even remember. Right? I don't even remember who it was now. I Somebody d- said shit on NXT. I know. I like. It's just. It's the Spider-Man meme. Point back at each other. It's all the same yep. thing. All of it. And it's always going to be the same thing. That's prof- By the way, apparently, uh, the executive uh, vice presidents have no power anymore either, which is hilarious. It's all yeah. Tony it's Khan. All Tony Khan. Like, all Tony. Which, which who didn't see that coming, the way right. that, that company started? Come the F on already. Jesus. You- I know who it was. It was Andre Chase that said. Was it? Okay. That was right. bullshit. Yeah. I, that should have been a disqualification or something. I thought it might have happened on Raw too, honestly. Like it might have. It might have been on Raw too. Randy the, Orton dropped one a couple weeks ago. God, like it's just the same <laughs> thing. It's all Wait, NXT the did same the S word beeped out, right? Didn't they say the F word and beep it out? Did they? I don't remember. Yeah, like it was the Andre Chase segment too. The segment where he was in the classroom. Oh, but that was pre- yeah, okay, pre-recorded, right? Okay, what I did, got it. he said the f word, but it was like beep. Maybe, yeah. maybe. Anyway, um, look, it's cool to swear, guys. No, That's the point. No balls. Nope. It's fi- again, fine, fine. I don't. I really don't care. I'm not. I don't think it's one of Brian Danielson's <laughs> finest moments, but I don't really care. It's just embarrassing. It's not damaging. Yeah. Right. It's just embarrassing to you guys. That you chant it when every time that joke is made in W, either you like it or you don't like it, pretending like it's any different because it's happening on a Wednesday night on a different network than happening on a Monday night on on USA just makes you look like an idiot. 
but there's been plenty of that in recent months. Um, I think we're on the cusp of, I wouldn't say the first major crisis that AEW has faced, but you know, it's, it's in that territory, which is what do they do now? They, they, they clearly are aware of the fact that the crowd has fully turned on Cody. Like they're obviously quite aware of that, that there's no even give that's left there, but they're still kind of dancing around it a little bit, right? Like they're still kind of dancing around the fact that like, well, but we'd also want you to watch his TV show. Like, well, but we also might not mind trying to have him be the hero again in a couple of weeks. Like we, we know you're starting to like, a year and a half late, but you finally come around to the idea that this is terrible, but where exactly are you going from there? I'm going to take this strictly from the wrestling perspective, not with the, the reality show and everything else, because just I'm, I'm not going to go into the reality show, but it's weird. I thought this was the chance to, to really go, even if you didn't come out this week and, and make it cut and dry, he's a heel like you really start making sure we're going in this direction and Arn's promo, whatever nope. you thought of Arn's promo. And that was a Arn Anderson promo for sure. <laughs> um, I, I just don't quite like, honestly, if you were doing this in a typical wrestling world, yes, that's Cody what... comes out at that. That's the promo that makes Cody more sympathetic. Yep. And that's what but, leads to him ultimately yeah. coming back and beating Malachi Black finally. That's exactly right. why it was. that, Like, in the match, this is what I'm talking about, the confusion. In the match, they were alluding to the idea that Cody's a heel. Like, in the match, he was a, he was a jerk. He was, a, right. he was an a-hole. And then what they did afterwards was absolutely laying the foundation for here's how we try to get him back on track. And here's... Did, did part of you maybe even think that even CM Punk was full... like? Like, even CM Punk was smart enough to call that that way, right? It's a, it, it they're, almost very, makes you, they're very intentionally planting the seeds for the, the official heel turn, and then they did that promo. Yep. I mean, that's, that's it, exactly... It almost makes me feel like CM Punk muted his microphone and said, what the fuck was that? I, I, it's... it's, it's <laughs> I, I have no even idea. Even he was selling it now, hard. But I think, it, that's, it, I think it speaks, Aaron, to the crisis that I'm talking about, which is, yeah. like, they can't pretend... Like the crowd isn't reacting the way that the crowd is reacting, but at the same but they're time, not, they're not pretending. Yeah, but they, they, they. Th- that's why you you have him act like a jerk, but yet they also don't really want him to be a a heel because they really want you to watch Roads to the Top, and they really still want him to be a big deal. Like they, they is is it is it possible that this is leading towards with with Lee Johnson going with Arn, that this leads to the Cody and Arn, two assholes together, and Cody proves himself to Arn by killing Lee Johnson and getting the new murderous streak, which, you know, something along those lines, and that's a heel turn. I'm just trying to, I'm trying to connect the dots. Mm, Is it possible? Sure. I mean, like, sure. Is it possible? Yes. Is, is it likely, and is it good or the next two questions that well, you have yeah, the, to ask. The good, I, I think, yeah, I, I don't know if it's good. I'm just, again, just trying to piece everything together because we have two very disjointed pieces right now. 
Um, I think there's a couple things in there. One, you haven't done enough to make me care about Lee Johnson. I, with all due respect, I I I want to care about Lee. You, you haven't done. I, why do I care about Lee Johnson? No, but the idea of someone pulling a clock out on somebody because I mean, he wrong. Right, but I don't think that's actually what the heel move. But I don't think they're actually going to have Cody Rhodes do that. Well, can, can he can he Wait, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, can, can he can, kill somebody and you know, By the way, and, and yes, it was a mistake to have that was bad. That was a bad <laughs> part of the promo. It, we can't we can't dance around it. It was a really poor like I I don't know if if that just went un Unread, un. I don't. I have oh, that, no that idea. Definitely felt like Arn do your thing out there, and Arn yeah. did that. Yeah, I mean that. But to the point where there should be an off TV like response, like there should be a, hey man, you're gonna have to take a couple weeks off. You're gonna have to. Can you imagine? Can you imagine what people would have said if? And I don't even know who in WWE would say something like that. JBL or um, Drew McIntyre. You know, Drew Mc- or are you talking about someone who has to be someone older? Although Drew McIntyre did say he was going to stab someone with a sword. Well, yeah, I think. He, he literally cut he cut a pro about, or he, he did an interview about how he said it's a waste to do the sword unless he actually uses it on somebody at some point. For some reason, though, the gun thing yeah, just came off really, really. It was yeah. like, it a was, lot worse. It was, but like the pearl clutching that would be happening right now with AEW people. If, again, I don't even know who would do it, but if someone on WWE was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to pull out my Glock. Did, did you see Arn's new shirt? It says Arn on it. Only gun on it. is a gun. <laughs> so they're oh. doubling down. They're not sorry. <laughs> oh, they're, they're, they're not going away from that. That is really, really bad, man. I don't, I don't <laughs> have the words for that. That's really, really bad. Um, I don't. I to me, it it feels like they're in a crisis mode, and that's really what it feels like, where they don't know what they're supposed to do, and that they think that they can get it back to Cody beating Malachi Black and winning the crowd back over somehow. Like that they, they're that who whether it's Tony Khan, whoever it is, just is so enamored with Cody Rhodes that he genuinely believes that Cody Rhodes can deliver such an unbelievable performance in the coming weeks that. When they when they finally go back to it and he beats Malachi Black, it'll bring the house down and the crowd will have no choice but to cheer for him at that point. Like that's the way that it read to me is that that we we get it we we hear you, but we're still going to choose Cody. And we're going to do the Roman thing basically. We're going to dig our heels in and do whatever we can. Correct. And again, like WWE. Did that with Roman Reigns and ultimately looks really smart for having done that with Roman Reigns. Like, it took a while, but when they finally got there, boy, did they get there. There's zero reason to think that can be done with Cody Rhodes. Like, there's less than zero reason. The The more apropos comparison for Cody Rhodes is can you somehow make him John Cena? And Where it's 50-50. Right. Yeah. And and the answer to me is no. There's, there's not, c- not with the AEW crowd. I mean, it, you could have for a minute, but not now. Like now, it's overwhelmingly boom. Well, but it's also Cody sucks chance. But but it, it goes beyond that to me. Like, could you get the crowd to be fifty fifty? Maybe, but can you get the bang for your buck out of Cody Rhodes at WWE? There's a reason why it was always worth it right. for WWE to do the little kids to accept it the, with right, John right. Cena, like because they were making Buku money off of them. exactly right because he was such right. a draw because he mattered so much that even if half the crowd was booing him, irrelevant. 
Cody the other Rhodes, half loved him enough for everybody. Correct. Cody Rhodes isn't that guy and and nope. and hasn't been. And I I get that there are still a handful of people that that feel something to Cody Rhodes because they believe he's the reason why AEW exists, but there's not enough of them to overcome the 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 more indifference and that's unfair because indifference comes off as being I don't care remotely. I just don't care a lot. Like I'm I'm more indifferent than anything about Cody Rhodes. That's and that's the way it's always been. There have well, been few times where Cody Rhodes has elicited anything more than indifference as a professional wrestler. And and here's here's the real problem if they're trying to make him John Cena. And the and it's just crowd composition. It's the you know, WWE has women and children, AEW doesn't. Right. And they've if got, that's something that that's a fact. That's something that, that you they've know got Dave Meltzer dudes. talks about yes. every week in the ratings, how it's all men and that's gonna be a problem down the road. Um so the, you can't go fifty fifty if eighty five percent of your audience is the crowd that was booing for John Cena. Uh, correct. Correct. I mean, there's no doubt about it. But so. don't you think they could fix this just by leaning into what everyone hates about him as his character? Oh, look, that's what they did with Ro- that's what WWE did with Roman. That's why right. it works is because he became himself. He became a L O L Roman wins. Yes, correct. They lean they lean right into it. And could they? they could just fix this by saying he could come out say, "You guys wouldn't even be here if it wasn't for me. I created this company." Uh, you know, but yada yada yada. There's enough strong faces yeah. now with Brian Danielson and CM Punk and all these big main event guys that you can do something with him in that regard that has nothing to do with the title. Yeah, and, and it, it would be like, good. Yes, well, and it seemed like it could be good. That. It could be good. Yeah, and it seemed like they were doing it with the last two matches, with the way he acted, with the way he reacted. Like if he was doing the entitled, I can't believe you're not cheering for me, heel. Like. The way he reacted to the crowd booing him yep. was perfect. Like yep. everything about that was perfect up until the promo after the match. The promo 100% was the promo that turns things around. That was exactly what they did after that match and it was why I felt like they were in a crisis that they don't know what to do here. That they have a very specific problem which is that Tony Khan or if there is someone else who has any power, just doesn't want Cody Rhodes to be a heel. And that's, that's fine. No, it's not. The, the, and this is the tricky part for me. I don't really have any interest in Cody Rhodes as a heel either. So I'm the wrong person, right? Like that's, you, you can't make him Roman Reigns in the same way. He just doesn't matter in that way. Could he get to a point where he's so good as a heel that you force it that he matters? You can, sure. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I. I, 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 I if, I'm going to say we're something that I, Cody I, Rhodes is amazing at this. Then yes, I think if someone I is good enough at. Don't we? How long do we have of Cody Rhodes to think that there's oh, something no, no, that we no, haven't no, tapped into? You're there. saying that Cody's not capable of doing that. Okay. I just I don't know what we've seen that would make me believe that he is. I, you he know, was, was good as a heel, as as he kind of you know, good. you had Brandy as kind of the cheerleader type, yeah, and he was kind of tight. You know, he he went blonde. He he kind of went I, into I remember better than you think. Yep, I remember that. It, but he wasn't MJF. 
You know what no, I mean? No, like, he's not that. And that's part of the problem is like you've already got the greatest heel promo-wise. Outside Roman Reigns, I guess we can say is the greatest heel because he's the heel, but it's not really him that's doing it necessarily, right? Like Right. Like like the the best mechanical heel is MJF. Correct. And and arguably in, in not just modern, you know, wrestling history, like you know, we might need to acknowledge that MJF might be one of the greatest heels in the history of professional wrestling. Um as far as what he's capable of doing, his delivery, Cody Rhodes, it's not just that I don't think he can be that. It's that even if he was capable of it, I think it would hurt him that you already have that guy on literally the exact same show. That that you can't do the same thing. And if you can't do the same thing, not even that I'm saying that I think Cody Rhodes could be MJF because I don't think he can. I don't think he has that talent. And in fairness, very few people do. MJF is in a place we... We'll talk about that in a second because it actually got awkward on Wednesday. Um, yes. But... I, I just, I don't know, man. I, I, I think if you're going to do it, I, I you have think, to. I, Aaron, I really believe that what's coming to roost is how badly they effed up Cody Rhodes, and that there isn't 100%. an answer. That the things that we were talking about for a year on this show can't be solved. You can't un, you can't unpress the buttons that you pressed. I, the only thing that I think you can do is make him go away for a long time to reset, and going away for a month isn't that like i think he has to disappear for months and 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 be gone for such a long time and, and, and not and, and it has to be clear that he's not gone to film he's gone because he's gone right correct he's gone you know selling an injury doing whatever it is he's just gone that's the only way i think you can get back anything you have messed this up so badly i don't know how you can recover from it that's the reality there's one me. way and, and i don't know that this works and it probably i i would say it's 50 50 at best that it works but if you're talking about we need somebody to be a top top heel we need something so that even the holdouts turn on him all you know all of that stuff he has to become mr mcmahon he has to play in no, to that, the executive vice that, president. Yeah. Smart. Okay. Yep. And and I'm not certain that it works, but I'm I'm if no, we're that's, looking for that's the a best path idea. for it to work. Yep. That's the best idea I've heard. I don't disagree with that. That's the best idea I've heard. So do we want to talk about it? Because mm. I, I mean no. I, I hate this. I hate this. It it makes me sick. Um boy did that look bad for Darby on Wednesday. Um that I, I, he looked like he did not belong, um, and and it made me think a lot of things, right? Like, did I did I overvalue Darby? Did he get stunted by this insane experiment with Sting? I, I I found myself and. Or is this just the overwhelming difficulty of working with MJF? Right? Like, is it is it just? so bad or so tough to do this that anyone who's not Chris Jericho would always look like that when working with, with MJF. I, I don't I don't have the answers right now, but that was... It, it reminded me of when Booker T confronted The Rock for the first time in that it, it's just, it's not that Booker T is bad. It's that it is really hard to come out of that uh, looking good in any way, especially when, let's be honest, like Darby is great. But the in-ring one-on-one mic thing, 
that's not his thing, and, and it's something I, that you shouldn't be putting him into that position. You I, do the I, the vignettes from him. You do him say stuff from the wherever else in the in the back in the alley wherever. You don't do the one on one thing, and especially not against the guy who's the toughest well, guy to beat in a one on one promo I, in since The Rock. I th- I I first of all, I think you're letting him off the hook a little bit by saying that. Because if you're going to be a guy that is a, a a contender of this company, you have to be able to do one-on-ones. And if you can't, get the fuck out. You don't belong here. Um, or you need a manager that can. You know what I mean? You need a Paul Heyman, not Sting, yes. but like a real manager. So either you need to be able to do it or someone needs to be able to do it as part of your package. Why? Why do you need the one-on-one in-ring? Because that's the whole business. Well, Brand- okay, Brandon, I understand what you're saying, but I think Aaron's le- leading into the idea that Darby Allen's character is different enough that specifically he might not need to be that guy. That his character is so unique that that you you don't have to. Now, does that limit who you might be? Perhaps, right? That's, like that's what I'm trying but, to say. But but I think we'd be fair. Do you think the Undertaker was ever a tremendous promo? I'm gonna not a one. On, he, no. he almost never did one on one standing in the ring with a microphone. No, I think he, he did his did thing. I think he cut his same promo regularly. I mean, when he was the American badass, he proved even he then he it. would he would monologue in the ring, but very rarely would someone step to him in the ring and have a one on one face off. Oh, the him and Jeff Hardy thing was pretty good. Neither of them talked during that really. <laughs> That was all about the matches. That was all about the actions. And that's what you do here with Darby. You do actions. You don't do the long, I'm going to cut a seven-minute monologue and then listen to you talk and then go back at you. Okay, well, like, but the, the, then the second part saying, well, nobody can do this with MJF. Well, that's not true either. Well, I but, mean, lots of people can do but this who? with who? Who? Who right now? Everybody on the show can do this. John Moxley could do it. CM Punk could do it. Brian Danielson could do it. Kenny Omega could do it. The Bucks right, could do. It. I mean, go on and on I'm and not, on and on. I'm and on. not sure I agree. I don't. In fact, I'm almost certain I don't agree. I, Jericho. I, Jericho to me is the is Jericho the answer. Jericho is like the greatest mic worker of right. all time. Like, of course, Jericho. You don't can think do any it. of those people can cut a, a, a serviceable promo against? Uh, there's MJF two different things that we're talking about. Can they come out and prepare something and get can they away not with look it? Like an idiot like Darby Allen. And versus. If if you're going back and forth, a la a a promo version of a rap battle, I, I think the majority of those guys are going to get undressed. I love Dan, I love Brian Danielson like he was a member of my family, and I think he would be undressed. I think he would be left naked in the ring if I he can't was wait going. Till it happens, and then we come on here and and, and say that he wasn't. D- Dan, Brian it's going to Dan- happen someday. And, and by the way, to be fair, like the, the one time I can remember, the one time I realized, oh, like they can, WWE can go all the way with Daniel Bryan when, you know, I always believed it, was when Daniel Bryan did stand in with The Rock and, and yeah. go back and forth with him. So I don't know that he can do it. But again, you're now talking about, uh, you know, some of the great performers when you're talking about Jericho, when you're talking about, is Darby Allin, like if we're asking, is Darby Allin, Chris Jericho, or Brian Danielson? Maybe not. But there is room under there where he can be. Well, great, there's just... there's room to do something different, and for what it's worth, that's been Darby Allen. But to your point, Aaron, and I don't like ever saying that you're right about anything because overwhelmingly you're not. Um, <laughs> but but yes, that you you should know that at this point about your performers, you should be able to say, "Hey, that's not his strength. What are we doing? We're we're setting him up to look really bad if we send him out there to do that." Let's do something else. So 
either one of two things went went wrong here. Either they are completely they they have no idea what their performers are capable of doing, or they this just went south on live TV after they had rehearsed it and it went much better in rehearsal and Darby Allen choked once the 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 TV show started. I don't know. I mean, I I think it's more likely to be the former than the latter. Um, because in looking back on, I don't have a lot of evidence that shows that Darby Allen is somebody that would be capable of doing this. I would say I have next to no evidence of that. Um, but you know, as we keep talking about, I think the list of people who can, I think doing a rap battle style promo with MJF, not just because of who he is as a performer, but then leading into where he's able to go as a character, which so few characters can go. I think you're setting yourself up for failure with 80 to 90% of the performers that you have on your roster doing something like that. Um, I think it is very rare that you find someone who is able to match wits with MJF in that situation. And I, I, I think they set it up to look bad. I think they have an awful lot of work to do, and I'm worried. I am so worried that they think that the work that they have to do afterwards is to realign with Sting and make Sting solve the problem. I am terrified that oh, that's what they I believe. Mean, so and, and MJF undressing Sting will be fun. I mean, that's fun, but it doesn't help Darby Allen in any way. It doesn't allow him to recover. The, the Darby Allen thing moving forward is to let him be him, to put himself in in sneaky positions where, you know, MJF isn't expecting something. Like, that that's how you fix this with Darby Allen moving forward, and I am utterly terrified that they believe that the fix is Sting. That they, you know, didn't... That they think the mistake was letting Darby go out without Sting to do this, and you know what? That's on us. We should have never allowed that to happen. We got to bring his babysitter back next week. It, it should have never happened. We needed him with the great or orator... Sting. Sting. <laughs> you know, another guy who, by the way, didn't cut, who didn't go one on one in uh, promos no. in the middle of the ring very that's, often. That's, that's fair. Nope, not at all. All right. Anything else we need to cover? Or can we uh, wrap it up? Keep it short for this week, since uh, we had to tape it late. Uh, there is just way it's, it's going to be a two minute conversation. What are they doing with Shayna? WWE. I like it. I, I I don't like or dislike it. I'm, I'm question. What do they think? I I, I, and I saw you tweet about that, Aaron. I I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I genuinely I don't know. I think they're trying to make get back to her being a destroyer. Which okay, but but destroyer in what way? To like, be like a main heel on the show. Be, because destroying right, Eva Marie destroyer, doesn't make very her clearly a heel destroyer. Right. Like making destroying Eva Marie does not make well, you that was, that's, unlikable. Okay. Nia Jax and Eva Marie are Eva oh, sorry, Eva Marie and Nia Jax are ne- are not necessarily people. Okay, I see where you're getting at. Like, yeah, I'm not sure. That's a good question. Like, I if, um, if you come out and beat the crap out of Eva Marie, I'm inclined to cheer for you. Oh, and they did. Yeah. Yes. They, they said one more time, one more yep. time. One hundred percent. It's it's funny because when she did it to Naya, you could argue that because they were a heel team or whatever, that that was to make also to make Naya not a heel, right? Right, especially how sympathetic, you know, how well she, and we didn't talk about that last week, just like uh-huh. that was some of the best work she's done in, in a Fantastic. while. And yeah. it, it made her sympathetic and it made Shayna, you know, it kind of goes back to, even if you don't necessarily care about it, at some point, if you cross the sadistic line, you're definitely a heel. But when it's to Eva Marie, it's a little different. <laughs> I mean, and, and we didn't we didn't really have a chance to talk about because there was so much going on. But I mean, you, you made a good point, Aaron. Nia Jax had been doing an incredible job with that and with those 
crazy matches with Charlotte. And um, so, so, you know, in the back of your head, you feel like, obviously, she has to come back at some point. But Shayna, it is interesting because you go from that, which was a question mark, to Eva, who's clearly a heel and clearly is a, a heel that works in the way that you want it to, which, which is that you want her. There's nobody cheering for her, right? So I don't know. If you told me that you wanted her to be Brock Lesnar of the women's division, I'd say that's probably what she should be. Um, and if you told me this was to get to Charlotte, I'd be pretty into that. But past that, I don't know if it's just a we need an opponent for I mean, because Charlotte, even, like, let's talk about this. Maybe the draft can rectify, rectify this. There is a lot of heel women or heelish women on Raw. Um, I mean, Alexa's not even that clear cut of a. I mean, she's a face, but it's weird. Charlotte is what uh, a f- heel. Uh, yes. <laughs> I mean, who's who is a top face on Raw right now in the women's division? Right? Uh, like, who is it? <laughs> uh, like, Dewdrop. you weird, right? Yeah. Was Alexa, even though she says the evil is mine? Yeah. <laughs> Man, it might. I'm, literally, they might be trying to tell you it's Dewdrop. Right. And there's, and, and you know, there's, so, I mean, I do think they do, they for sure need to reshuffle. I mean, I, we always forget about Naomi, well, but, the, but the reaction Naomi has been getting is pretty significant. Yeah, but I—I I so, mean, I, if they—if they really are moving Bianca over, the answer is you have your answer quite quickly. Well, well, sure. I'm just yes. saying they do need, but it can't be one. They've got to give me one person. They've got to have. And I mean, it can be if she's going to be the one to beat Charlotte and true. clearly dispatch Charlotte. There's rumors that, you know, there's a few NXT women coming up in the draft. Like, Zia Lee hasn't been seen on, on um, NXT for a while. And they clearly wrote her out of that uh, Jen right. Shaw or Boa, whatever. Because yeah. they didn't even mention her existence. It was literally like, she's here to mentor Boa. I'm like, oh, yeah. that's interesting. Because mm-hmm. there was another person that was pretty prominent in this storyline. Um, and D- Dakota Kai has disappeared. And, and, and that feels like a, a lock. At this point. So we're going to get some more women injected into these shows and they'll move around. I think it'll help. But I don't think we're going to know until that happens what this Shayna Baszler thing really is. Right. Until we see how the decks are stacked and where she. Sure. Lo- sure. You know. Yep. Yep. That goes a long way. But it, I like that they're doing something with her. But could it also have been symbolic of them acknowledging that they effed up and bringing back Eva Marie and this was just the way to end it like i i don't they they have until to know until she gets drafted to smackdown i'm really i'm re- <laughs> they have to know there's nothing else that they can do they have to know that this is as as abstract a failure as we all knew it would be unless unless they view cheers for dewdrop as seeing eva as successful and they just keep trying to do basically the same thing over and over oh again god god couldn't you couldn't you absolutely see them thinking that though? Yep, I could. You're right. Yeah, I could. <sighs> anyway. All right. Um Aaron, why don't you go ahead and get your plugs and we gotta wrap up. Yep. Uh check out Vison, Vison.com, Vison on the iHeartMedia app. Uh it's also on the Comcast uh cable package. It's the Vison app there. Check out the nightcap, seven to ten Pacific, ten to one AM Eastern, every day, Monday through Friday. And of course, check me out on Twitter at the Aoster. Brandon. 
God, what a great time Brandon and I had the Leon Bridges show on Sunday night. Man, that was oh. It's really funny. Leon Bridges looked a lot like Lizzo oh, to me. Really um, weird. Really weird. The Leon I, Bridges show was awesome. I got to see you know some of the videos from not being there. Glenn, did you have a good time? My God, did I have a good time? It was unbelievable. I will tell you, and this is unrelated. I, it was the first time I had been in like that type of crowd in an indoor venue. How'd you feel about it for a second? Like I was like, oh god! Then I looked around and everybody was wearing a mask. I'm like, wow, it's it's pretty remarkable that everybody was wearing a mask. And then like there were goofy things that hadn't happened to me at a show in a long time that like I was almost romantic about. I this is so random, but I the friend of mine, my friend Dario, was supposed to go with me. At the last minute, he couldn't go because he had to do something work related with the Guns and Roses show. And so he was like, I know this is gonna sound crazy, but would you go with this girl that I've kind of been talking to? And I'm like. Uh, that's that's really weird but he's like no you have to understand she's a huge fan and like didn't even know the show was happening and i'm like well first of all how can both of those things be true like how can you be a huge fan of someone and not know that they're playing in the town that you live in like that makes no sense whatsoever but sure fine as it turns out she was a massive fan like i said you know it's like i was like sure come on over and like she had a beer spilled on her and I was like, I felt terrible because like, I don't even know her all that well. And I'm like, oh God, I'm so sorry. And then she looked at me, she was like, no, it kind of reminds me that I'm at a show again. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> that's the spirit. I'm all for that. So um, it was it was the first time that I felt like I was at a show again. I had gone to like Meriwether a couple times, but like when Brandon and I went to Meriwether, we were sitting up in the, the box. And um, when I went to yeah. Willie Nelson on Friday, we were sitting and like really nice seats. This was like the first time that like I felt like I was at a show again, and I kind of dug that. I was at the same show as Darby Allen over the weekend. Where, where were you? I was at the Punk Rock Bowling Festival in uh, Ooh, Las Vegas. Oh, had, a, sounds... had a couple ska bands that uh, I want to see. Actually, a really cool venue. They've they've uh, taken a few blocks out of the downtown area and just made a huge outdoor venue. And no, that's cool. cool. That's very cool. Very cool. All right, what do you what's have? The, what's what's the place called? Uh, I think it's just called the Downtown Las Vegas Event Center. Oh, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very well, cool. we just announced Mount Joy on December 9th. Love Tickets them. are on sale now um, at ramsheadlive.com. Or, sorry, ramsheadlive.com for tickets. At ramsheadlive on Instagram and at ramsheadlive on Twitter for more show announcements. And as always, I'm at Brandon Linton. And uh, Glenn, are we going to get the show posted like in the next I'm going to do my best so? to have it posted before the draft tonight. So if you listen to this, make sure you follow us on social media because Glenn and I will both be at SmackDown. Yep, we'll be there, no doubt. We'll be uh, sitting on the floor, right? I think kind of behind the broadcasters, so you might see us. All right, I'm at Glenn Clark Radio. GlennClarkRadio.com is my website. Of course, at AJFrancis410 is how you follow him. For Aaron, for Brandon, and for the main event. Vent. 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 Vent, 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 vent. AJ Francis, I'm Glenn Clark. This has been Jobbing Out. Sure. Jobbing Out! Fuck silliness.